0: It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teols. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. All your subscriptions, past episodes, and more. We're also on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at pinballprofile. And email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. Been watching a lot of streams lately, and no one, I mean no one, streams more than our special guest, Carlos de Lacerda. You know him better as Laserlos. He joins us right now from Columbus, Ohio. Hello, Carlos. How's it going? Good to talk to you. Uh, we've been, I guess, chatting for a year plus, but it's all been through text and on Twitch and things like that. Yeah. It's nice to get to talk to you once again. We've certainly played each other once or twice at Cleepin, but but yeah. again, the streams. How many hours do you think you put in a week?
1: I think it varies, but it's been like, in the last six months, it's been like five days a week, I'd say, uh, ranging, you know, eight hours, sometimes 12. Yeah.
0: There are other people that do five days a week but no one does the eight 12-hour sessions like you do <laughs> so people who haven't seen you before they're gonna ask okay where are you streaming what are you streaming give us the 411 on that
1: uh i stream from arcade super awesome it's uh like the secondary space more like the uh annex like warehouse uh second where all the games are that aren't on location. Uh, used to be a bit of a semi private location, uh, in the before times. There'd be like, you know, weekly tournaments. So there's a bunch of games already set up. And, uh, once lockdown happened, uh, you know, a little over a year ago, the idea of coming here and playing and streaming during lockdown kind of popped up and, uh, kind of just started doing that just to pass time and just keep playing and provide some sort of, pinball entertainment for those that can't play and kind of just started taking off a little bit. Like support kind of grew. More people started watching. I was able to do it more and it's kind of just turned into a whole thing.
0: So I know arcades around me, but I mean, if I were going in, I'd probably be arrested for trespassing. So what did you just, did you just break in? What is
1: it? (laughs) Um, No, the owner, John, um, brought up the idea of just, yeah, you know, giving me a key and allowing me to come in and out and stream we do have a stream rig that we would use. We used to stream like maybe once a, once a week, once every couple times a month maybe over at the arcade. So the streaming computer, all the stuff was already here. Space, there's already games set up. So he's kind of just like, you know, whenever uh, an opportunity for me to keep playing during lockdown when things are closed, but then also might as well stream and kind of provide entertainment. So it was sort of his idea and, uh, and he brought it up and I kind of, you know, took it and went with it. So... It's kind of how it came to be, really.
0: And it's great because the variety of games are unreal. Some classics. Earlier today, you were playing Popeye. Okay, so yeah. it is what it is. I mean... <laughs> You know, you're, there's obviously a charitable bone in your body, but you, you've played newer games like Led Zeppelin and and Stranger Things.
1: There's a, He has a pretty wide range, a uh, wide variety of games. And then with the arcade space, uh, one of the main locations needing to downsize temporarily for distancing purposes, there were a lot of games, a lot of, uh, you know, Sterns and the Jersey Jacks and the Spookies, a lot of the moderns were over here as well, uh, so... I figured might as well. I knew they weren't going to be here all the time, so tr- that kind of incentivized me coming here more often and playing. And It was more just like showing off all the games that I could, and then it kind of went through like, okay, now let's try and beat all the games. And so I was finding ways to keep myself entertained uh, as well as just showing off the games themselves to everybody.
0: Carlos, would you say you're playing more now than before? It's definitely close.
1: I... Yeah, me, probably, probably more consistently. I used to play in leagues and tournaments, and would travel like within the state, within the city at events and days. Ah, days that there weren't organized pinball, I would still be on location playing games. You know, gotta keep get all the GCs I can. So going to like random locations with a couple pinball and kind p- bouncing around. So I was already playing a lot, I guess is what I mean. But probably you know, especially in the last six months, doing the five days, yeah, definitely uh grinding more than i was i'd say because of the
0: variety of games i mean you've really got some expertise on all these different ones which you're going to come across in tournaments and just playing in general i've learned a lot i've been playing high speed Two getaway for years and years and years but watching you play that and kind of plunging and then letting it get to the bottom flipper yeah, and draining and then doing it again i was like why are you doing that (laughs) yeah free rpm Free RPM. I didn't realize that. So that's one of the good things about your streams. They're very entertaining, but they're also very educational too. And when I say entertaining, you always take the time to talk to the people in chat, which are lovingly known as the Chungus Army.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, honestly what keeps me go like going, I guess, or um, engaged. Uh, it doesn't feel like I'm just here playing by myself there's a sense of community there it's you know a lot of recurring faces the usual uh names in chat i should say and uh yeah that's the the sense of bringing everybody together a common space for everybody to be hanging out um sometimes we might not be even talking about pinball something completely random and then meanwhile i'm still playing so being able to multitask that my ability has definitely increased while playing pinball uh reading chat doing things trying to keep a narrative or a conversation going instead of only focusing on the game that uh, has been very much part of a huge aspect of the stream for sure
0: well there is one time when you don't pay attention to the stream and that's when you get a little crazy and decide to play blindfolded (laughs) and then people can bet their channel points whether or not you can hit a target score but I've seen some of your blindfolded flips and you're really, you're just kind of like hitting the flippers at the same time over and over every second. Some of those scores beat previous scores when
1: you weren't blindfolded. (laughs) Yeah. You never know. Uh, It's all about that beats per minute. You know how often you flip. I feel like each game has its own unique beats per minute that sort of more likely to have a, a keep the ball alive than others. You know, some ball moves faster on some games, flippers might be shorter and stuff like that. It's definitely been a little bit of a science Going on, going along because people really do enjoy, or at least uh, they keep redeeming it. I, you know the the blindfold games. It seems like every game there's at least one, and uh, yeah, it's kind of become its own its own little thing.
0: If you haven't checked out Laserlos on Twitch, you should because you're going to learn a lot about pinball. You're going to be able to communicate with one of the best players. I mean, we'll talk about some of his success in just a second, but also you'll get the munchies here in Canada. <laughs> we don't have grippos, or if we do. I don't know where they are, but I am looking forward to your stream just to find out, okay, what's the flavor of the night? And instantly, I get the munchies. <laughs> but it's not just the Grippos, especially with the cheese nibs. You can't eat cheese nibs. You can't just throw your hand into a bag. Carlos has got the absolute down perfect
1: way of eating cheese nibs. You know, you got to get the patented nib fork. They are fork tender, so uh, <laughs> it's perfect for the fork. And it keeps the uh, the dust off your fingers when you're playing it's it's perfect.
0: May the fork be with you. It's uh, amazing to watch you do that. but again, has anybody from Griffles like contacted you for kind
1: of sponsorship or at least to get a few <laughs>
0: free bags because nobody promotes them better than you
1: i uh, so far nothing uh, but I haven't really reached out to them. Uh, I do enjoy kind of showing them off, um, but I haven't tried to incorporate it in that level with them at all. Missed opportunity. <laughs> maybe one day, but uh, I do like being an enthusiast. You know, supporting local, right? Like I go and I stop at the store, and I'll be like, okay, what's what's the gripo of the day? What game am I playing? What haven't I, you know, try to match it with the game, maybe, or like uh, try to rotate. It's it's a similar with like what game do I want to play? It's like okay, well, what day is it? Is there a holiday? It's a you know, it's more of just a mix and match.
0: You definitely support Local. You and I have the same shirt I saw you wearing it one time, and I was like, I've got one of those too, and it is one of the finest record shops you'll find ever in Columbus, Ohio, with Amy Kesting, the Spoonful Records shirt, which is a gorgeous shirt,
1: and uh, I know you like to support that as well. Absolutely, yeah, and it's uh, one of the few like um, pastel purple shirts that I own, so it's nice to mix in some color into the all-black t-shirt selection that I have. I mentioned
0: Amy Kesting, great player in Ohio who you can catch at any tournament, whether it's locally or on a national scale, because... She certainly travels when we do travel and play pinball, but she was in the Ohio finals a few years ago and probably a few times, but Mm -hmm. in 2019, you were the Ohio State champ and it wasn't just like you rolled over a bunch of nobodies. There was Amy, there was Don Johnson, there was James Scott who won it in 2020, Evan Bingham and John Mm -hmm. Del Zappo, a top 50 player in the world. And even Trent Augenstein and Deborah Tallman were there too. So you knocked off some real incredible pinball players to win that championship
1: thank you yeah it was uh there was a good good bracket order if you will like my my order my routing felt good and uh i was just feeling confident that day i don't know just all the the stars were aligned if you will and it just uh seemed to just go my way
0: (laughs) when it comes to playing competitive pinball do you know when okay i can't do anything wrong or conversely i just don't have it today
1: a little bit. I, if I don't have it today, I really try and figure out what's wrong and try to address it before it's too late. You know, if you got to go to the bathroom, if you're hungry, if you need a moment of silence or do something, you know what I mean? Like whatever it is you can do before it's too late to try to salvage a day. But definitely on the positive side, definitely know when it's like feeling good in the zone, everything's working out. It's just, you just can't miss. You can't drain. It's a good feeling and um, it doesn't happen all the time. But yeah, you can definitely know when that is actually happening.
0: Like so many pinball tournaments or competitions or leagues, sometimes your eyes light up when you see, okay, your next game is this. And you're like, great, I know the rules inside and out. Maybe I own one of those, or I've had a lot of time on that machine. And conversely, you see a game where you're like, I have never played that game. Or <laughs> yeah. you almost lose before you start because you're like, oh, I don't like this game. Yeah, That's hard to get rid of that mindset.
1: Absolutely. If it's a location, I will try to get there at least a little bit early and try and find the game that I like the least, one that I'm dreading, and make sure I at least get a practice on it and assume that I'm going to have to play it at the worst possible time. Like, if I start to expect the worst possible combination of, you know, players and machine, then nothing can be worse than my expectations, right? So not that it... sometimes, you know, like the outcome, it's like... Not that it was the worst game, but it was kind of a, a joke uh, locally that finals was always on rock, that uh, Gottlieb game. So, like, it was the one game that people were, like, kind of avoiding or not wanting to play in the collection, and it would always pop up in the finals. It's like the most high stakes game comes down to um, some game that you've been, like, trying to avoid this whole time. So, uh, being prepared for those kinds of situations, I feel, is, or not putting yourself in the, pre-defeated mindset just uh, almost expecting it but not necessarily wanting it right but so that way you at least try to salvage the mental game just a little bit otherwise those are nice it's nice being on the other side when you see somebody else be like oh man i don't know all you have to do is anything and then the other person just like falls apart sort of
0: it's interesting to hear you say that because with me there are a handful of games I look at and I'm like, I really never want to play those games again. And that is a huge weakness because yeah. guess what? Murphy's Law, you're going to play them. Exactly. So it's funny because you know this every time you play on Laser Lose, When you play this certain game, I always give you the what for. <laughs> do, do you know which one?
1: Uh, I'm going to get Stranger Things.
0: Stranger Things. Now, <laughs> that being said, I've only played that game a handful of times and mm. each time couldn't stand playing the game. Yeah. But I watch you play in stream and I watch others, my good friend Marty, Melbourne Silverball, Oz Eric plays it and some of the other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to really enjoy the game more. I certainly like the rules. I love the call outs. I love the theme. It was always the shots that bothered me. I can see that. But now that the demigorgon is a bash toy, okay mm-hmm. that's fine. And you can still get it in the mouth and get, you know, the extra points or advance further. Yeah. I'm admitting this, I'm starting to like it a little more. Oh, boy. And I know I'm going to play the heck out of it once tournaments start again because there are a lot of those machines. Absolutely. So here I am admitting that. Now, what about you? If you have some games that you do not like, like you say, you go into a tournament, you go to an arcade, you go to those first to get some warm-ups on that so that you're Mm -hmm. not as defeated when you go up there and maybe have a better mindset. Have any games since streaming or in tournaments that you've kind of turned around, like I have with Stranger Things, where you're like, okay, I really didn't like that game, but now, okay, I'm starting to get it.
1: Mm, I feel like uh, Whitewater. I really didn't like it at first. Not that like I just I thought it was just upper flipper all day, which it like kind of is. And I'm like, oh man, this sounds fun. Shoot the center, shoot the upper flipper, like uh. But then like once I actually started getting longer sessions on it and kind of looking at it more, there's a lot more to do and. It's pretty entertaining. It feels good when you combo the shots and uh, you know, the rules aren't like crazy complicated, but satisfying to pull off, you know, getting to Wet willies or the vacation jackpot or the multi, the triple multi ball jackpots or the 5X aligned with anything cool. You know, I just never really looked at it on that like other level of, of uh, inspection. But since playing it on stream, I've been able to get a few sessions. And I've definitely come around to really enjoy that game. Rady and
0: I were chatting about something that you did recently, and it was on Led Zeppelin, where (laughs) you got the 100 times Icarus. Your score went to, I don't know, 10 billion
1: or something ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was like 30 seconds and went from like 200 million to like just over 10 billion.
0: So for those that don't know with Led Zeppelin, if you complete the four symbols, that lights your Icarus. And if you keep hitting those targets over and over again, we're talking about combos into those targets that will add to your multiplier. That's the basic way of how that works. Yeah. You avoid the Icarus as long as possible to build up that multiplier over and over again. And it carries over ball to ball if you haven't cashed it in. And then every time you go up the left ramp, the upper flipper ramp, I should say, on the premium and the LE, you can add time to your Icarus multiplier, correct? Yeah. So I think the base is 15 seconds, then you add another five seconds. So right. when you said you had 30 seconds of hundred times play field, <laughs> it sounds like, oh, that's just a stupid scoring exploit. But you really had to grind to get there, and there's a huge risk reward if you don't yeah. get it, if you don't hit any jackpots. But that was kind of the end game. Now that's exciting to see and I'm sure you'll do it again. I hope so. And people with Led Zeppelins will be trying it. Does it make everything else irrelevant if you just get to that point? Like, don't worry about anything else. Just
1: do that. I don't, I'm not sure yet. Like, um, I think you sh- you would be able to get to that. Like, if you played just like normal, like try to play for advancement in terms of the songs and the tours and try to play for endgame in terms of wizard modes, and then cash in the Icaruses like naturally sort of like a you know small medium ones and eventually get to the end I think you'll you'd get to that point Ray described it as like a I found like a warp pipe if you will to the high scores um but it is a very stressful risk reward because all it takes is one rogue ball to that Icarus target to start this timed thing it's a one-time use, so once once it starts, it's going to end at some point, and it's going to be back to one X. So it's very very stressful, but uh, very exciting to chase this uh, seemingly unlimited. I guess there is a limit to it. It's like sixty-five hundred or something, but to chase this outlandishly large timed multiplier and then set up the whatever it is on like the back to the surface level of flashing lights like get get your mode in a good spot or be in a multi-ball with good things happening and then let it rip and then just hit as many shots as possible and cash it in it's a really gets the heart pumping. i'll say that uh whether it's gonna be fun to play in a tournament like a when all four people really know how to play and it's like I don't know what the, if it's going to be like build this huge multiplier up and then cash it in, but like you could never actually cash it in. So now you just like are buried with your riches. You know what I mean? You never actually get to spend it. You've been saving up and then drain three times and then it's like, well, there was that. Or you get the rogue hit and now you got to restart back from square one. Uh, but fortunately, that the newest code uh, added in the action button, which helps. It basically assigns the combo. Instead of having to hit a target, the button will automatically, it'll use your button, but it'll assign the, vo- the combo value to your lowest target, lowest symbol.
0: Which I thought was interesting because you had once told me on stream, on Twitch, on Laserlos, that you will not hit Icarus until all four of those symbols have some sort of value because it's useless to hit it when one of them is at 1.0 multiplier.
1: You're Right. Right. Yeah, I think of it like, uh you know, because the colors change as the values uh, increase. They go from like a dark orange all pretty much through the whole spectrum up to like a bright pink. And uh, it to me, it's like you're doing this slow watering of this garden, right? A multiplier garden. And you have to feed these symbols with combos and then eventually build them up to these flowering multiplier values. And then you finally cash it in. You harvest the... The crop, if you will, (laughs) and uh, but it's um, a slow. But then, like, so if you don't need to do that, right? Like, I'm infinitely trying to chase this just because you know I'm. Why not? In terms of, uh, I'm going to be playing a lot of games back to back. Might as well try and do something crazy. But if it's a league or a tournament, something a match play situation, then you might not need to do something crazy. You just need to beat the other people. So maybe it's like. Kind of like Walking Dead style of thinking, or like ACDC, like the Lyman. I'm going to put all my efforts into making this one shot, and it's going to jump my score. All my effort was worth it for this one collect. It's a similar, but once you start it, it's starting the multiplier, it's timed, but then you still have to hit a bunch of shots. You could easily start it, and then miss, and then do nothing, and now it's gone. So there's no really guarantee, but I'm not really sure when I don't need to blow it up, blow it up, just do enough what the cutoff point is, right? Like what like a good medium is to get a win, but not needing to overdo it and accidentally mess it up and not collect.
0: I'm sorry I asked you that question. sounds like you have zero thought put into it.
1: (laughs) It's fresh on the brain uh, (laughs) because there's been, I feel like some discussion since that happened. And so I've been thinking about it uh, recently.
0: I think you were the first person I ever saw do the 900 million death blow on Iron Maiden. Yeah. I think, I'm sure somebody clipped it and I was like, okay, I've seen him before at tournaments, but that was kind <laughs> of the wow moment. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy can play. And now he's streaming, very entertaining. Although you and I have a disagreement on one game. It's one of my all-time favorite games just because of the novelty of it. Is it a great game? Nah. Eh. Is it fun? Absolutely. Champion Pub. that's what i thought it was gonna be carlos (laughs) i'm telling you you keep wanting those smart punches forget about it 2x purse every time
1: yeah i feel like if if i could knock out more consistently i mean that's a good uh you know build those up but i feel like if are you losing that many fights
0: that you need smart punches
1: (laughs) um all right it's good just good to have right you never know maybe one (laughs) <laughs> well i can't do the the knockout so my the headshots never register so i feel like if i get the knockout combo i can just button or it's like a good like safety net if i'm about to drain to like button out button my way out but i do see the logic in the increasing the purse because then you know especially if you don't make it to the end game you at least maximize your points on the way
0: It is fun to watch you play that, and there are so many games. I mean, I always look forward to find out when you're going to play, and because I'm kind of a late-night vampire myself, that's kind of your prime time. I mean, you might be the only guy streaming at many times.
1: Yeah, sometimes it's just me and surrogate.
0: (laughs) But One thing I love about you, and I'll say this to anybody who's streaming, I love that you raid other streamers because just as I do a podcast, I have no problem mentioning every other podcast because there are tons. Go listen to them. There's all kinds of great variety out there. With streamers, there's a lot of streamers out there. We've talked a lot about them on Pinball Profile. I don't just watch one television show. I don't just listen to one music band. There are several. And by raiding them, you get samples of other people. Absolutely. It's kind of a small community to begin with in pinball, but it's great to kind of welcome other people. And I think that's wonderful that you and others raid all the time.
1: Yeah, it's uh, honestly my one of my favorite parts about streaming, like sharing, especially receiving raids. Uh, the timing, like you said, usually works out. People are ending their streams from the evening and kind of the, the phrase is all roads lead to laser lows because... It kind of, the pinball streams kind of funnel. And like you said, I'm usually the only one. So then they'll, if, if they want to keep those, their viewers going on the raid train, they'll end up on my stream. And then I'll try to, well, I mean, pretty much every time, even if I'm, my internet goes out, I'll raid from my phone, you know, I'll host from my phone, but it's nice to share that moment of, like, oh, everybody's here, like, as the streamer who gets raided, like, it's awesome, a bunch of people pop in, the chat goes crazy, they yell at you to do a tap pass, and, uh, you know, people follow, or the crossover of communities is uh really, that's, like, what it's all about, right? Like, kind of growing all the communities and getting some crossover, and you might find a streamer you like um, that you might not ever have watched otherwise or you get an idea of who i follow uh whether it be pinball or not like we said sometimes i am the only one so then it's like well let's go raid something else maybe we can bring another community into pinball or you know kind of cross over there but when there are pinball streams on yeah it's great to to keep that raid train because most likely it'll keep going and kind of make it hopefully full circle again i've, I've seen that before or, like, if someone just sat in a chat in the pinball chats, they would eventually make their way back around at the end of the day.
0: <laughs> By the way, if you raid Laserlos, good chance you're going to see quite the dance number.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you got to get hype for the raid, and the notification is the, the classic uh, Laser, please, the dancing emote. The other thing
0: I love about the stream is that it has introduced me to a ton of different styles of music, and I'm a total music junkie. I listen to more music than I do watch anything on a screen. Nice. When I hear songs I've never heard before, and a lot of the times it's on your stream, okay, I'm like going to have to add that to my playlist.
1: (laughs) Yeah, same, I bet you there's 10, 15 since I've been watching you that I've added. Awesome, yeah. I I will regularly look up the saved playlist that I have. From the song requests, uh, just because I know the music's stuff that I enjoy. Like, that's the beauty of having the open song request in the chat. So anybody that's in chat can add a song to the playlist that plays on stream. So we get, you know, people from all around the world, people of different music interests and whatever. Sometimes it's topical suggestions, whether it's, you know, conversation or a holiday or a game that I'm playing or whatever. Um, Some of it's, there are some troll songs or whatever, you know, the classics. But uh, overall, it's um, been really nice. It's been a very cool way to get introduced to music because I, I definitely agree there are a lot of songs that I probably would never have heard otherwise that are now in my regular rotation of songs, you know.
0: Carlos, I know you got to get to a tournament. Are you going to level one or where are you going?
1: I'm going to Arcade Super Awesome. Okay. And uh, they, yeah, they're doing a weekly um, head-to-head, three strikes, knockout.
0: Nice, nice, nice. All the best. I'm sure you'll do well. And catch him on Laserlos on Twitch. It's so much fun and uh, a great community. The Chungus Army. By the way, for those that don't know, what is the Chungus Army?
1: The Chungus Army is the uh, dedicated group of community Twitch viewers that basically my Twitch subscriber group. But we are a, a, a unit and we are taking over Twitch one Chungus at a time. What is a Chungus? <laughs> it's a it's a bit of a lifestyle, um, but it's a reoccurring meme throughout the channel. You know, it's big Chungus energy, if you will. Okay,
0: you're talking to an old guy here. <laughs> Just trying to learn. Just trying to stay hip with the kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, is it a meme about Fat Bugs Bunny, and it kind of stuck. And uh, now we embrace the Chungus. You let the Chungus flow through you, and, really? and it will uh, provide you great success.
0: That's so awesome. I think it's great. And please, please, please check out Laserlos on Twitch because it's a lot of fun.
1: All the best, Carlos.
0: Thank you. You as well. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. Join our Facebook group. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at pinballprofile. You can email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. I'm Chungus Army member. What's my rank? Uh, Sergeant,
1: maybe?
0: I'm Sergeant Jeff Teolos of the Chungus Army.